right. Yes, yes, we are back for another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. My name is Cash, a.k.a. Exec P, and to my right, I got my man. Mr. Prez, we in the building, people. We definitely are, Prez. Prez, man, it's been a it's been a long week. Last week was a long week for me, work-wise, man. But, I mean, how you, how you been, man? Man, so Raiders didn't really have nothing going on. It was by week, so that was a little bit different. I got to sit back and watch and enjoy football. Also, what was going on, man, Cube, man, Ice Cube. I seen his name trending, and I was just like, oh, I wonder what's going on here. I don't know why I went down that rabbit hole. I should have just did what I always do, just stay off social media. But I went down there, and uh, people people are crazy, man. They, <laughs> this This whole... The council culture and everything, like, can people have opinions? It can happen to you, man. Any day, man. You you can do. Well, hopefully it does. About something about the Raiders, though. Like, that, that, if they just, like, let me go off my Raiders stuff, I'm fine with that. But, like, all this other stuff, just like, okay, let's, let's, you got time, let's, let's analyze the situation. All right, you want to get into Q, but, uh, you know, real quick before we get into Q, before we lose the people, oh, okay, my you know what I mean? It's, it's a hot button issue. I know you want to get to it, but we got a few housekeeping items before we get into Ice Cube and, and our thoughts on it. So before you begin, man, we're going to get into, as usual, some sports or whatever we're going to cover down on the Eagles. Raiders had a bye week, but I know Prez got a few things to cover down on we had a uh, our teams. Also, we're going to key in on two two games, going to pick or whatever. We'll let you know once we get to it in the segment. We're also going to talk about some hip-hop. It was a very, very busy week uh, for hip-hop. Um, who dropped? Benny the Butcher. Yes, sir. Who else? Uh, you had Black Thought. And last but not least, we had one of the legends, another legend, T.I. Yeah. drop. So it was a very busy scale? week. Yeah, the Libra, the Libra. The Libra. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get... We wouldn't talk about those, man. But first, we got to tackle Ice Cube, man. So I'll let you lead this, man. I got I got a few thoughts, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to kind of refer people to some experts for this one because as, I don't want to tap as he dance. should have. As he should have. <laughs> so uh, Ice Cube, man, love his music. As you, I think I quoted that just randomly. Y'all said like, oh, that was random. Just me, just like Ice Cube is the greatest uh, rapper. Uh, so I I grew up listening to him, continue to listen to him, just everything that he says, you know, uh, I think he set forth a lot of things that's in hip hop right now that people don't really like continuously give him credit for when they say these top five lists or whatever, and they just leave his name. And I felt like that's a big disrespect in my eyes. But so I seen that he was training. I thought that he had like an album or something coming out, a movie, something I can look at Q for maybe next Friday was, was going to come out like, uh, but nope, it was his contract with black America uh, and him using his platform to talk to or solicit talks with both parties, both political parties, and to try to initiate talks. So, <laughs> sounds good on paper and everything, and I understand where he stand on everything uh, or or his outlook for it. Like, he, he got the platform. He wanted to be the one. He wanted to be the voice. Uh, he's been out there, I think, just like daily dropping stuff on Instagram and everything. But you got to realize, like, you can't be the expert at everything. 
you, you can't be the expert at everything. At, at some point, I, I'm hoping he gets like because he ain't really like letting who his team is or everything. And but hopefully, he has a team of people that's helping him to talk to these people. Man, politicians are politicians. Man, we we know how how they can be and how they can twist and how they can just utilize you to push a agenda without actually falling through on their end. And they get like, well, I never said that, or I never did this. That was just that person just giving me their vote of confidence. So uh, I just felt like he was going in that arena and not really being prepared by having the right people with him to talk with them because Sound like on his talks, some people said they were gonna give him some things. Who a lot of politicians lie, they give you false hope. <laughs> I think, um, much to your point about having an expert or having people consult him, I think he does to a certain extent because I don't think he comes up with that, uh, that contract by himself. Uh, Cube isn't writing any legislation or anything close to it, but I think, like you said, it's time to highlight the people that are not stars. It's time for the stars to promote the people that are regular Joe Smoes that do this day in and day out and that have been fighting in their uh, inner cities for their county, so on and so forth for years. It's time to enlist them and heighten them to levels that they have never been put on a platform because they know the ins and outs of how these things work and when the right time to do certain things. I'm not the best mechanic. So I'm going to go to somebody like yourself who's a little bit better with cars. And if you can't figure it out, then I'm going to go straight to the mechanic and I'm going to have to trust my intuition as far as I can read people and know whether they're telling me some BS or not. And then I can go off a feel and then that's how I will make my decisions on what I'm going to spend my money on. But in Cube's case, what he's going to support. So, you know, with that said, as I did a lot of research on this and I wanted us to come correct with giving you guys a, a different perspective. I don't I don't knock Cube for what he's trying to do. I knock how he went about it. Um, I do applaud him for stepping up and saying, yeah, I said that. You know, most people wouldn't have done that. So I do applaud him for that. The other thing I applaud him is just having the gall to take initiative to even think of something like this and, and get the, the talks going. That's a good thing. The bad part about it is cute black contract with America. You don't speak for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like all, like, you know, you keep hearing these same terms. All black people are, don't think alike. They're not monolithic. Like you can be one way one day. You can be feeling this way the next day, you know, and all black people don't think alike. That's clear. Right. So that contract, who did it get vetted through? Who, who had a hand in on this? Was it somebody that we can trust cube that you went to? Um, you know, it's a lot of questions that's to be said, and we didn't know he was working these. And I forget the uh, um, the woman in the Republican, I guess on Trump's uh, that kind of put this business out there, because had she not done that, Q um, wouldn't have been outed like this. But, you know, you're a pawn, like you said, once you start working with anybody, hey, I got Q right here and he supports us when in all actuality, he just went to have a sit down and talk with you, you know, so things can be misconstrued and, and, and cube actually said that. So, you know, with that said, 
you know, those are kind of my initial thoughts just based on the limited research that I did on the situation. I don't have all the answers for the situation, but those are just my general thoughts on really kind of coming to grips with this after going to several different venues. I went to venues where they actually support Trump. I went to venues where they support Biden. I went to something in between political uh, speak and things like that. People who are more educated in these these uh, topics than I am. This is not my forte so much, but I can speak on how I feel about it. So I went to the CNN interview with Chris Cuomo. Watch that one. Um, Higher Learning is a podcast with Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay. They talked about it and broke it down on a relatively easy manner to understand. If you are not one of these people like me that are super into politics, you get the basics, but you just want to have a little bit more understanding. So when you hear things talked about, you can have an educated uh, viewpoint on things. And then last but not least, there's about an hour video um, with the, the interviewer's name is Tone Talks, but he's a. Uh, He's a black male and he also uh, kind of spoke to Cube on economics and voting. It's about an hour long. Um, it's worth your time if you are interested in this topic. And but, you know, you'll get all sides of Cube in different perspectives if you listen to it. So it was a good listen. Um, you know, Cube just needs to take his time, dial it back a little bit. Timing is everything <laughs> with this one. Um, elections a couple weeks away. So I don't know if he was even going to get anything, you know, what if one administration doesn't win, then everything they promised you is kind of out the window if they did promise you anything and they really can't promise you anything. Not at a time like this, there's other things, other priorities, unfortunately, um, on their agenda and they haven't quite made the agenda that you want to push a priority, so to speak. So what makes you think they're going to do it now? Yeah. And uh, I think you hit on a key point up in there, just like, uh, I mean, those politicians, they got the polls, they they worried about it. They know what each state like takes as a key priority. So you may just help them out in a certain little sector. It may not be for all of it. So you got to know where you where you kind of fit in on that and what they're going to be willing to say that may lose them a vote in the, another state, you know. Uh, so they're going to pay close attention to that stuff. So um, Q, I, I just think like hey, these people, they have a team built around them that's specifically for this stuff. So on the same front, man, anytime you go into a fight like that, you don't need to go up in there just single handedly, man. Make sure that you have you a team out there as well or people that can educate you ahead of time on the on the topics. Uh, but so but like but I, that's an area that I don't ever want to like I, I, well, I don't think I want to dive down in politics. So just because like I know some of those people have been there for like 40, 50 years, they ingrained it. They know how to work the system to the T. So w- w- what you think you're going to bring in that's brand new? that they done been working this system forever. Like you got to come with some, some knowledge and you got to like, when you dig in, you got to really dig in like, cause that's what they're going to do. Absolutely, man. So like you said, man, just you stepping into a new venue arena of things that you just quite not used to. I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do your homework and get with a group of experts and use your best judgment on whose advice you're going to take, because that can be one of the reasons you succeed in in Cube's case or whatever you're trying to push fails dramatically. And this is a PR nightmare from a rollout. Like, I don't think we're ever going to hear about this contract again, to be honest with you, because, uh, you know, people are quick to judge and rush to 
write somebody off. Like this cancel culture is insane nowadays. Like all the stuff that, um, you know, Cube has done as far as just music wise and and things that get, gave us different things to think about as far as hip hop heads and, and and anybody that was into it. So I'm not going to write them off at all. Yeah, I'm definitely not writing them off after like one, like you allowed at least one mistake or something on here. Uh, I mean, the, the, the council culture is like, I feel like it's going way too far on that whole deal. Like people, people say some things, they, they be in the wrong mind. They, they thought something the wrong way. How about you educate them, give them a chance to correct themselves and then move forward. Uh, not just a right off jump, like let's end it. If if you talking about ending cube, I don't believe you was listening to that cube from the get go anyway. <laughs> you might be you might be right with that. Like you you just want you just quick to do. I, like I said, man, I hate social media at, some, at certain points, man, because it's a lot of people who you stick your foot in your mouth every single day and make mistakes every single day. Like why does somebody have to be canceled canceled because of they were misinformed? You know what I mean? So what I think he did was so egregious to be canceled or to no, you know what I mean? I just think he's going to learn from this. If he's a smart man that I think he is and he's going to do better at the end of the day. So, I mean, well, in the next cause that he takes up, you know, but I, I believe he truly believes in what he's speaking about and his heart is in the right place. So I kind of err on that side of caution because he's at least, if nothing else, since the nineties, late eighties, nineties consistent in his approach. Hey, winning cure all. Get us another Friday. Do another dope album, and people will forget this. Cube, like, hey, hey, get us another Friday. Get us another album. Like, hey, people won't even must. They, they've been forgot about this so quick. Sure, man. So, uh, you got anything left on on Cube? Nah, that, I said about it. I, he's talking uninformed. Now I don't want to keep being uninformed about the topic on him. So. Uh, I, I would like to see his contract with uh, Black America. I would like to hear more on his side, and I got to do more research myself on, on that. I would just like, uh, going forward, you know, I'm going to educate myself on it. I'm going to educate my any area or arena that I'm trying to go in on, try to figure out exactly what, what I'm talking about on there. Yeah, man. So, you know, with that said, man, we're going to end on the Cube segment. Uh Next up, we're going to get into some sports. Then after that, we're going to knock out these albums. Um, three fire albums, in my opinion. Uh, you know, but we got our thoughts on those. So we'll be right back. All right, man, we see y'all out there. Y'all liking the content. Y'all enjoying what we putting out there. The views are steady going up. Hey, how about y'all here to comment on you know, whatever service that you're listening on? And uh, that will truly help us get out there and, you know, continue to grow. Cash? Hey, man, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much any streaming platform there is. Shout out to our top three markets in India, Germany, in the U.S., man. We appreciate y'all, man. Uh, like he said, if you find value in the content, you're watching on YouTube right now, like, share, subscribe, conversate with us. We definitely want to uh, converse with you all. And, you know, with that said, man, let's get back to the show. Ah, 
All right, man. We back. We back, man. We picking it up a little bit more. Um, something not as down, but, you know, something that we all love, man. NFL, man. So first thing in hot news, man, Le'Veon Bell, he joins the Chiefs, man. Um, how you feel about that? You was talking big noise like you wasn't scared when I was talking to you earlier. I'm telling you, in a bye week, the Raiders in the bye week this week, but this felt like a second victory off jump, man. You know, like when the boxer, you know, gets beat by the underdog and then you they, they interview in the boxer afterwards, two weeks or so after it's like for the rematch. What are you going to do Well, I'm getting back to my roots? Uh, I'm going to go back to where it all started at. And that's what it feels like Andy Reid did right now. He didn't lost all faith in Pat Mahomes. And, you know, he's like, well, I need my dynamic running back. I need my Westbrook. I need my Shady McCoy. <laughs> and that's what he went and found a, a Le'Veon Bell. Pat, you're not it. Your own people losing losing faith in you. What's going on? What do you, what do you think of this whole situation over here? I, I just victory for the Raiders again. That's all I know. We got we got them squirming over there. We got them just like trying to find any any and everything to like make this happen at the end of the year. Like oh, oh we can't we can't we can't have a repeat. <laughs> Guys, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this BS. He's scared. He's worried. He's worried because Andy Reid, if nothing else, he knows how to use that running back and throw to a running back out of the backfield. And that's his that's been his bread and butter the entire time. He was the coach of my Eagles until now. Um he had Kareem Hunt tearing it up before uh Kareem Hunt got, you know, into what he was, you know, getting yeah, into. I want to cut y'all over right at that because uh that's why he said he jumped up and drafted Clyde Edwards Belair. That, that he's better than Westbrook. He's he's the next coming of all this over here. And then now you're going to get Le'Veon Bell. So what you're going to do? Stunt the growth of your so-called greatest running back that you never had? I don't, I don't believe you had faith there, Andy. I really don't. So two, you know everybody run a two-back system now. You guys have a really good two-back system. So it's only right that he does it. And those guys will be interchangeable at this point as far as Le'Veon Bell. and um, The Super Bowl champs. Or now you want to take you they, they want to take from the other teams. Now, the NBA huh? everybody was chasing you. We needed a Tyreek Hill. I don't mean to now talk. You need a two week. Now, now wait, you wait, need wait, a two wait. back. I don't mean to talk NBA, but your team reloads in the NBA. The Lakers every single year they try to reload and they gonna reload that Chris Paul trade that they they talking about and, and anybody else as of high caliber. You wouldn't say any of this shit to. Yes, they the champs, but they reloading because people are reloading against them. You got to adapt and evolve, and that's exactly what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing. And this has a potential to be a great thing. I, I don't think that Le'Veon Bell is a guy that's a bad locker room guy at all. Like that, He doesn't have that history at all. He just didn't get along with Gase and the Jets, and they were losing. And they were losing. He was lying about his injuries and all this different type of stuff. Let me tell y'all, Prez is at the very least worried. You know what I mean? At the very least, at the very best, worry. He may put on a brave face here and, and tell you that he's not, but he is because he knows what Andy Reid can do with a running back of that caliber in the office who has taken off a year prior to being on the Jets. The kid is fresh. So, and he's what, 30 years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he's in his prime. But, so, look, but none of the other weapons work. So, why, why with this one? That's all I'm Listen, saying. man, they got they got weapons galore, and they just added another high gun. Listen, man, 
that ain't going to be the same team that you guys uh, saw before. And whatever the cover three that you was talking about that he can't read, he ain't going to need to because he's just going to dump it off to both his running backs. And as soon as he soften you guys up, he's going to dice you guys up over the top. So I don't think you guys sweep Kansas City this year. That's not going to happen. And you're, you're going to see. You're going to see just how much Le'Veon Bell makes a difference. Man, I, you see how these people all of a sudden become fans of these other teams just to continue the Raiders' hate. This is what we deal with on the daily. Like the the refs hate us, the the other fans. I don't know why they hate us. We ain't, we ain't really been good for a while. Like so, why you don't want to see us come up? You jumping all the way over here on a different team just to say the Raiders. We got to keep them down. Yeah, y'all need to keep us down because once we come back up in this, we ain't, we ain't letting it go. Oh, we ain't letting it go. I mean, we I back gotta, on top for a to while. To be honest with you, I gotta say, over the last few years, you guys have done yourselves that favor of keeping yourselves down. So that really isn't me wanting to do any of those things. It's or anybody else. If you guys have done that to yourselves, so so speaking of people who's repeating the same thing over and over again, let's talk about this Falcons. We, I think we started mentioning it last week, but they fired their head coach and their GM. And then got a dub <laughs> this <Yeah>. week. <laughs> well, that, that always, always tends yeah, to happen. That happens a lot. That always tends to you happen. Know, they get a little rejuvenated, but yeah. they actually kept the lead this week. But you know who didn't keep a lead? The Atlanta Braves. Shouts out to you, Racy and Ellis. <laughs> if you're watching. Oh, well, shit happens. <laughs> so, I mean, but Dan Quinn, man, he started off the season the same way he started off last season. I think they started off, what, it was 1-7 starting off last year? Yeah, it was It was bad, it was, man. It was, I stopped it was, paying attention to Falcon football after they, they plunged like that. Yeah, and then he he managed to come back and uh, get some wins. I think they finished seven and nine, but they were still out of it. And then, like you heard when the one and seven talks, like Arthur Mike was talking about getting rid of him and stuff like this. But and then you come up and you have a repeat. And this is how I figured the GM. I can only like I'm, I'm not in those circles. I can only speculate. I can only think about conversations that I would have with my people. So if you sitting up in here, we uh, and you tell me, oh, well, I need to keep this other person around and they come around and give me this repeat. Guess what? I lost faith in you. You're gone too. I cut you off too. And that's exactly what Arthur Blank did. Both of them had to go. You can't be getting bad counsel. You can't be messing up the money. You can't mess up the money. And that's what y'all did. And it starts at the top. I mean, look how many years in a row they've drafted on offense, 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 offense. And that defense is horrendous, horrendous. So, I mean, it starts at the top. Their GM was there for about 13 years. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Arthur Blank, he loyal to a fault, but at a certain point, you got to cut ties, man. So, I'm, uh, you know, I know Falcons fans are happy about that. They're doing well as far as being in games. They don't look terrible. It's just, it's just, I think that stigma is, is that stink is on them. Like, once they, people start coming back, get the little, the yips, man, and, you know, they break through. This week was one of the weeks where, that just didn't happen, you know what I mean, as far as them playing the Falcons. So, um, good win, man. And, uh, I, you know, they're out of it. They're out of it. You know, let, let's be honest, in that division. Like, they're not coming back in that division and uh, knocking out the Saints or the Bucks. But that's just my opinion. I don't think they're coming back. Yeah, and, But, hey, go out while you're on top. Like, uh, at least uh, Dan Quinn, I think his record was 43 and 42. Barely. But you're on the winning side of it. 
<laughs> so you speaking of these bucks, man. You you know you the one who went out here and threw their name out here, man. So if it's one game I did watch during this bye week, it's uh Tom Brady and Friends. Tom Tom Brady and Friends. We got them next week, so I had to see what they was about. And uh the game started out amazing. Green Bay coming out, handling business, and then out of nowhere. They started rattling and uh, getting to Aaron Rodgers and a couple errant throws and three picks later and with scores behind them. And then they're up and they didn't do nothing else after that point. It was just a defensive gain. I pretty pretty much that second half. And yeah, Tom Brady, he managed to get a couple scores and stuff in there, but it was it wasn't pretty. And I, I found out from this game that y'all are still very beatable. Long as we don't make the mistakes and we control that pace of that game, when they got up to ten, if they can keep that run game going uh, and not become one dimensional as they drove uh, Green Bay to be, and then they were just bringing all bringing the house. You had Tom Brady just sitting back on the sideline sipping lemonade. You can tell he was he was already pretty much in his retirement life. Uh, yep, y'all, we thought. Peyton Manning was the one who like stole everything, just winning that Super Bowl and not really doing anything. But man, this Tom Brady I seen yesterday, man, this this is robbery over here, man. This this dude need to be locked up, man. He's gonna he's still in the free ride. He ain't pay for this, man. What what is he doing out there? Come out there and he just get a couple little grunk and passes the grunk and grunk get to go off and everything. Then you got Mike Evans back, man. Y'all could have did this with any other quarterback for y'all to get fooled and think y'all need Tom Brady, man. And he's the bigger name. Y'all I'm just not seeing, seeing it. I'm still not seeing it. Listen, 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 man. Listen, listen, Linda, listen, listen, listen. Tom Brady is there for one reason and one reason only when it gets into them tough games and you got to have a play and you got to have a cerebral player to make them plays, that's what he's there for. All all year long, all of these 200-yard games and all that, like, you're not asking Tom Brady to throw for 400. Can he do that two, three, four times a year? Yes, he's still got that in him. But you're just hoping that when the games really start to count and things get tight towards the end of the season and maybe into the playoffs, that's what he's there for. This, this week-to-week thing that you may be thinking that he's going to do, he's just not going to do it. I think Tom Brady made a lot of great throws uh, in that game. Again, the defense was the catalyst for turning that game around. And then once it big, got to a certain big point. Catalyst. Let's, let's, yeah. Don't big undersell catalyst. that. No, big catalyst. But as I was watching the game, they made do when, when Tom Brady had the ball in his hands, he he made do with it. Like, you know, they also had a great um, run game. Jones was doing it's Jones, right? Jones was doing his thing as far as power run game. Like he wasn't doing anything fancy. He was just getting in their gut to the point, like late in the third quarter, fourth quarter, I was seeing Green Bay just arm tackling. <clears throat> they were arm tackling. And then at that point I was like, oh, they got them beat. You know, once arm tackles start happening, it, it's done. And so on both sides of the ball, Aaron Rodgers had a horrible game. And that had a lot to do with the Tampa Bay defense. Again, I want to shout them out because I was highly impressed. I previously had came up here and said they haven't beat nobody. And I stand by that prior to this, this game. Uh, I thought the Carolina Panthers were a little bit better. They're not. They're, they are who they are, you know, at this point in the season. They're 3-3. Three and three. They're going to be at the bottom of that division. But they're going to be competitive. They're not anything like you know like my team is looking right now but that they're, they're not at the level that you think Tampa Bay or was Tampa Bay was being trumped up to be so I stand by that statement 
This was a statement win by a 4-0 Green Bay team that was tearing up competition. So shout hats off to them. I'm not going to be a hater, and I think you're going to have your hands full next week. Um, and this is why I love that they, you know, I, I, I wasn't pulling for them, but I'm, I'm glad they won because this continues the legacy of the legend killer Raiders. Y'all threw up the Saints. They was going to come down and get the first win in Vegas. Didn't happen. Man, y'all, y'all go up in here and just say, oh, Kansas City Chiefs, there's no hope. Well, hmm. it was like that was some, just in the wrong places. Hey, Carr got his win there. And then now you got Tampa Bay, who everybody was kind of backing off on, like you say. And then they go and get this Green Bay win. Now everybody's going to crown them. You go ahead and you get crowned. You come on over there to Vegas. And once you come in Vegas, you do just like all these long lists of uh, stars and everybody who comes there to party, whatever. You, you, you come there with a bunch of things, but you don't leave nothing, leave with nothing but despair. Pockets empty. That's what y'all coming there for. Before you get Welcome in, to Vegas. Before you get in your Vegas bag, I will say that um, they're going to face a far more talented offensive uh, weapons in the Oakland Raiders. Like that's hands down, no debating. Uh Green Bay, um, I'm sorry, Green Bay fans, you guys, your offense is really, really, really predicated on what Aaron Rodgers does. And you guys do have some nice pieces, but as far as if I was to compare both offenses, the Raiders and um Packers, I would say the Raiders have more playmakers outside of quarterback. Outside of quarterback. Okay. So you guys do offer something different for that defense to look at as far as layers. You guys have the mid-range game with uh, your tight end. You also have Aguilar, as much as that <laughs> hurts me to say. Rugs the third. He's playing well. He's, I, I give it up to people when they're playing well, even if they're not on my team. I got to give it up. So, um, you know, Rugs and, you know, you guys have Renfro. So you guys have some guys out there that will present some challenges, even if certain people get locked up. So that's what I will say before you get in your bag and back to you, man. Man. So, hey, first, let's talk. Up. Let's continue this about Tampa Bay. So they got Mike Evans. They got Chris Godwin. Uh, they're going to do what they do. I don't, I, like once the ball is in their hand, these guys are amazing players. and They're they going to do what they do. What we got to do is come out there on defense, rattle Tom Brady. I've been saying it for a while. Like all you got to do is just, hey, just send them, send them all at them. The minute he get up there and get pressure one too many times and complain about his line, those passes get a little bit off. All we need is a little bit off and get a pick here or there, and, and, and I feel like we're good. If we don't get a pick, we can just get a couple sacks. Maybe he fumbles. Not tuck. Hot damn it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as, as you were saying, like when it comes to the, the Raiders, like we done had this. We coming off a bye week. Man, we done got the line going to be fully back. You got Richie. You got Trent. Uh, both going to be back out there. Hopefully, uh, Josh Jacobs got a good enough rest where he can come out with a little bit more spring in his step and ready to, like, really just pound it. And I know they want these wins. They want the respect. He, these people come from, like, winning backgrounds. That's what John Gruden wanted to get. Like, they they used to winning in college. They know how to string wins and stuff together. They want it. They're hungry for it. So you you know they're going to push the rest of the team. And I, I, I 
I think I talked about it last week. I said like uh, Josh Jacobs, like what has been coming out is like he's one of the leaders, even as a, like a rookie, like on guiding and motivating players. Like he don't like bringing anybody down. He's constantly motivating and telling them to like, hey, we can get this and changing that 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 locker room mentality up now. Uh, he's not going to let people. He, I think Max Crosby came out and said, like, yeah, some of the team just gave up after the Jets game, like, last year. And then that's, like, it's hard to, like, get that. They got those people out of there. They got a different mindset, and they got these people who want to win. They, I know these people was watching that game, and I know that they are ready to come out there and continue that legacy of this year's legend killer Raiders and just take down another one. Hey, we're going to retire you, Tom Brady. You 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 gonna know it's done after this game. All right, man. So with that said, uh, with the Raiders, man, what do you have the uh, final score and your prediction of your, your upcoming game? So uh, I I don't do that. We're gonna win. <laughs> We're gonna win. Uh, don't I don't care if we win by three. It's gonna be a win. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Another W tallied on that side that gives us one more step closer to the playoffs. I don't need no scores or nothing like that. It's a win. All right, I mean, I know you got a few bets out there, man. So can you run down your bets on this game? You got a lot, a lot of money out on this game, man. Two separate bets that I know of. Can you let the people know what your bets are? $200 bet over here with uh with Nick. Uh, I'm going to come for my money. You're going to you're going to give me that. Then I got a uh, JT. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to get yours. Uh I'm going to finally have it in my pocket this time. There's been a couple of unlucky bets I'd have with this man. But this is the one. This is the one. <laughs> and then uh, old Hud Rico, we made the original bet. Uh, this this one, I think, all that money, that's the side. That's one thing. But we're going to make Hud Rico a fan. If if When the Raiders win this one, he got to go buy a Raiders jersey and constantly talk good about Derek Carr. Happened just so happened he in Las Vegas. This he can get that jersey pretty quick. I got we can get this talk started. I got, some, going I got real something good. special though. I got something special though for him, man. If the <laughs> if the Raiders mess around and win, he might be the podcast cover for the week. <laughs> Let him send that picture. Oh yeah, he might be the podcast cover oh, yeah, for the man, week, man. man. That, that's good. That's good, <laughs> man. That's good. But yeah, yeah it's a, it's a, they got a lot on the line. I got a lot on the line. Man, hey, I trust my Raiders. I trusted them. I made these bets at the beginning of the year, people. Like before it even must come up. I just have faith. That's I'm an optimistic fan. And people think they try to take advantage of, it, but they wouldn't expect this. I don't. I got some money in my pocket over these past couple times, man. It's been good. It's been good. All right, man. All right. So so we good on Raiders talk. We good on Raiders talk. We never good on Raiders talk. I find a way to loop them back in uh, constantly, but we can move on if that's what you're saying. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So the uh, let's talk about some of the unbeatens, man. What 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 we thinking about them? We got a uh, Seattle. We got the Titans, who just came up with a big win in overtime, and then we also got uh, who else? We got as unbeaten. Looking at my list. Uh, you got Steelers. Steelers. And you got the Titans. Yeah, I knew I wanted to forget that team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I still have my nightmares of cauliflower. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's Canada's new treasure up there. I mean, they got Ryan Reynolds, they got Drake, they got Justin Bieber, and now they got Chase Claypool. Clay, Claypool, Claypool, yeah, yeah. Chase Claypool, the, the new Canada sensation. <sighs> man. Bad memories, bad memories. <laughs> hey, and he just came out there this weekend. He was uh, he's he, he's 
getting a name for herself. I mean, people are going to start looking out for him now. Like, you know, they haven't really game plan for him. And then now they're getting these tapes out there. It happens with a lot of rookies, uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, and then they get tape on them and the other, they get the big head and don't really start doing the research and stuff that they need to be doing to actually improve year over year. Uh, so, but hopefully, hopefully he's, he's got a love for the game and that attention to detail and will constantly, uh, get better and excel because i mean he got a hell of a body frame for uh to just dominate over a lot of these dbs so you were talking crazy earlier today and i didn't want to tell you until uh we got here you were saying something about seattle can actually run the table please speak to the people on that yeah, uh, so, I mean, we're getting to looking at these schedules and we're talking about which team's going to go forward and still continue to be the unbeaten as well. Steelers and Titans play each other next week, so one of them are going to lose. Uh, that's just a given. So, <laughs> unless they tie. You know, some teams do tie. Some teams do tie. But <laughs> they should have a, uh, they should, one of them should have a loss. Now, the other team, the Seahawks, I started looking at their schedule, man. They have a very favorable schedule. They got one or two more games that they have to play that could be kind of tough. They got the Bills, and then they got NFC East. The NFC East, who their top team, their top team would not be, would not make third place for most divisions. Oh, <laughs> unpause me here. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. The disrespect here. The disrespect here. They playing that. Oh, they playing that Philly later on in the season. There's going to be more fans, of course, because, you know, COVID is going to. It's going to go by the wayside by then, all right? Oh, COVID's Obviously. fake now. Yeah. That's, that's what's going on. COVID, COVID's fake just to get Philly back in this. Listen, man. Put some respect on our name, man. We're going to be on a three game, four game win streak by then. It starts this week against the Giants on Thursday. We're going to get that dub. We're going to get that dub, okay? That's the start of our three to I four game winning streak. your teams thought that too. That Washington football team? Hey, man, listen. The way we've been playing the last few weeks, we've been right there. But Who's your number one receiver? Travis Folk. <laughs> yeah. you, you figured out his background yet? No. Man, you need to. No. That man is out there killing it for y'all. One, Give that man a little bit of respect. Go out there and learn it. One, one more week. One more week. Of production, he goes off against the Giants. I'm gonna look up what college he come from. All right, we, that's, we're gonna, that's we're gonna give you the whole background on him. Yeah, I'm, gonna give you the, I'm gonna run down Travis Fulgham's whole history, man. <laughs> you know where he come from, if he come from humble beginnings or not. I have it all lined up for y'all. But all right, carry on with this crazy prediction. Uh, but yeah, like so, I think the way Russ has been winning, that's that's probably what's gonna have people like scared. The Seahawks have been like one one score uh, field goal here, and they've been pulling off these wins. But that is exciting football to me. I like watching that. And at the end of the day, all we talking about now is their dubs. Like ain't nobody talking about how they won it. They're undefeated. And then you know if these talks keep happening, you know if they get past those bills. Then go ahead and cue those 72 Dolphins 
and let's talk about how nobody's gonna make it. No, it's it's, it's too harsh, whatever. But if anybody got a chance this year, I, I put my money on Seahawks having the the better chance to continue that run. The other teams they have, I know Pittsburgh Steelers for a while. Like you never know with Lamar Jackson, they got to play him again. Uh, and then Titans has a uh, pretty hectic schedule too. I can't remember exactly who they played. That I pointed out, but I mean, uh, I, I checked them out. And but who do who do you have in that Steelers Titans game? Who are you gonna go with? Are you going with the the terrible towels or are you going to R.I.P. Steve McNair tighten up? Just as I was, I watched both of them because I watched both of their games this week as well. Of course, we lost to them last week. And I I think, man, the Titans defense, they I mean, they're neck and neck as far as defense goes. But I just think that run game Titans and, and actually Tannehill's playing. Pretty damn good football. I couldn't. I, I can't believe I'm saying that, but he looks like he's worth the money that they paid him. I I would argue to say that because he's making the throws when he needs to make the throws, and that damn boy Henry. You see that breakaway speed that he had on that run? That There's big boy. No way you supposed to be that big and can do the things that that guy it was, does. I, it, it I is for sure on that long it run that he had. Scary. I for sure thought. I for sure thought he had that one, had that one being caught. He had a good little 30, 40 yards. No, he was neck and neck with that guy and then just pulled off on him. With that, that kind of put in my head that if they control the run, which Pittsburgh isn't necessarily good at stopping because we had a damn good um, evening on them. And we, you know our old line is trash. So if we can have a formidable game on them, I'm sure the Titans can do the same and control the rock and keep it out of Ben's hand. And again, they have a damn good secondary. So when Ben get loosey goosey with throwing that ball over over the field, there's gonna be some tips or there's gonna be some outright interceptions. So that's a game I, I'm gonna love to see, man. And then once Derrick Henry started running, that's a juggernaut right there, bro. You, that's once he started moving, you ain't gonna stop. It. <laughs> like when Josh Norman stepped in his way. <laughs> who else? Who else he tossed? It was Ram, it was Ramsey he tossed. Nah, nah, it was Josh Norman. Well, he's still floating somewhere. <laughs> he still. <laughs> oh man! But so uh, you know, we talked briefly about the Titans, so I we don't really need to go into them unless you want to really dig deep dive the Titans. Nah, we ain't got no deep dive. I'm just more impressed, just like you are. Like, it's not only Derrick Henry, uh, the juggernaut, uh, but it's, you also got Tannehill back there that surprisingly turned into this decent quarterback. Uh, uh, I guess you give enough weapons and put the put them in the right situations, anybody could be good. I mean, I mean, uh, I think that's what we kind of seen in the Super Bowl run if we want to and then one last thing, like I, I know like the NFL and the, the trade season and free agency, that was like super quiet this season, right? Like unless you was really actively looking for it, you didn't hear about trades um, of even like a, not a major caliber, but like right a tier below that. You didn't hear about that as much as you typically would on ESPN because, you know, the season was in flux with uh, COVID-19. I look up. And Malcolm Butler out there defending passes for the Titans. I'm like, no wonder they out here destroying people because he's locking down half of a field most of the time. He's still that same guy. So I was like, oh, damn, they done went, they done went short of Malcolm Butler. And, and then I started looking around. I'm like, these guys have some studs out there on defense. So, I'm, you know, Titans, man, tighten up, man. If my boy Jason, he listening, man, this, this might actually be 
Y'all, yeah, to make a, a, another yeah, deep yeah, run, man. Yeah. You, Foundation. Yeah. He was lucky. I mean, we heard his story, how he became a fan. Uh, Well, he done looked out now. He just got this good team just on, on the up and come up. Like uh, when he was just in the desperation mode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes all it takes is the roll of the dice and you, you pick a Super Bowl winner possibly. But they, uh, they definitely in the runnings after going to the AFC Championship last year. I, I don't think that they can't do the same with that run game. That shit travels. Um, that's a cliche, but it's the truth, you know? So, all right. So next up, as far as unbeatens, where do you have this next team, man? I mean, I, I personally, all right, let me say, here's my thing about the Steelers, man. I just don't think that, um, when it's all said and done, I don't think big Ben still has it. All right, man. Cool, man. So the, the point I've uh, avoided this whole podcast is when I got to give a, a rundown on the, oh, the Eagles fans. The one, four, and one Philadelphia. Fly, Eagles fly. Hey, man. When or at least flutter. Flutter. When losing, George, you got to poke your chest out and you got to deliver this material the way you know how cash. That's how I do myself speak. All right. So, all right, man. So. First half of this this Eagles game, man, was just totally atrocious. Um, we got out there again. The O line is ravaged with injuries. At this point, there's no excuse. It's been the same O line out there the last three weeks, relatively. So let's figure this shit out. Let's put a patchwork team together. Let's let's get a little bit better. But <laughs> man, when you when you got the Ravens in your in your stadium. It ain't much to do, man. They blitz more than any team in the league, and they were in Carson's face before he can even get back to three steps. You know what I mean? So once they figure that out, I think we were figuring it out along the game. It took us three quarters, right? So the first half, we leave about, what was it, 10 points on the board? Miles Sanders had a gimme. Now, I can debate whether Carson went through it over the wrong shoulder or not, but the rule of thumb, and you played football, Frankie, back in your day. You get two hands on that ball. Oh, you got to You got to bring that that's in. You got to bring that in. So he dropped that one, and then we had a manageable forty-yard field goal, shanked. So that's ten points. It could have been seventeen to ten, and we could have been in the game and not had to do a wild rally to come back. I'm gonna fast forward all the way to the fourth quarter. Carson Wentz is doing his thing, right? He's willing and dealing with. The, the C squad at this point. And then I get a text from a friend. It's time for Jalen. It's Jalen Hurts time. It's Jalen Hurts time. I'm like, are you watching a game or like he a Bucks fan? And this is like, I'm like, are you watching the game where you just trolling me to troll? Because if you're watching the game, you could clearly tell that it ain't Carson Wentz's fault. Kevin, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't his fault at all. Like, he was doing the best he he could. He had one fumble, but that's what the Ravens are known for doing. They they have the most turnovers in the fucking league and forced fumbles because they're good at swiping that damn ball out. He had one mistake. He didn't throw interception or anything like that. So he played a relatively clean game outside of that fumble. So, you know, kind of going back to it, man, I'm I'm looking at our defense, man. Like we continuously just give up home run plays and and that's what did us in man that's what did us in we could not stop anybody in the red zone and we could not not give up home run plays our young line, linebacking core that 
Like we have nobody that I recognize on that linebacking core at all. Like I can dig in and tell you some names. You're going to just be like, it's going to be the who's who of the team. So I'm not even going to waste y'all, y'all time with that. The linebacking core was just letting people, he was killing us with crossing routes. Cause you know, Lamar, not that he can't throw, but that ain't his strong point right now. So he was killing us with crossing routes. Left and right, left and right, and they was picking up yards after the catch. And it was just like, yo, come, dog, what, what's going on? We cannot continue to come back when we don't have the dogs out there in the receiving core at all. Dallas Goddard was hurt. Zach Ertz was still playing like boo-boo. You know what I mean? You got Alshon Jeffrey out. And then, you know, you got Deshaun Jackson out. There's not a lot of teams that are missing that amount of firepower, Kevin, if your team was missing, uh, just run off Goodwin. Oh, let's let's run off all of. Let, just get, tell when, me when, when Mike Evans, Mike and, Evans and Goodwin. Just tell and, me if Mike Evans and Goodwin's out. Was I, like they lost? They lost. Just tell Not, me how, with your team, Kevin, and I want you to comment with those two guys out and Tom Brady as your quarterback. Tell me it wouldn't be tough as hell and easy for defenses to key in on your immobile quarterback. And I happen to have a mobile one, so. That's exactly what happened. This is football. Like, I mean, it's cool to troll and all, but at the same time, the facts is the Y'all facts. Y'all been doing it to me for years. The facts so, is, hey, it's, it's <laughs> nice to sit back on this side and just like, I want to talk because like this is this is hilarious to me. Yeah, the facts is the fact. So we, you know, fast forward to the fourth quarter, right? We're we're coming back, and I'm the only reason I kept tuning in is because we do this podcast. Previous years, I would have mailed it in and started watching Red Zone because we're just not that good this year. We, we're just not that good this year. Um, where I see flashes of potential is what we did in that fourth quarter. We shouldn't have been able to put up that amount of points that we put up in the fourth quarter to damn near win the game. And speaking of that, we could have tied it up. Jim Schwartz, I don't know if it was Frank Wright that was really – Responsible for the Philly shuffle, not Philly shuffle, but uh, you know the call that Nick Foles made in the Super Bowl, or Frank Wright is the one that drew that up. But I'm starting to really, really, really question your play caller because why would you run an RPO Philly special? Sorry, y'all, but why would you run an RPO with your quarterback? who is 6'5", runs standing straight up, ain't got no wiggle in him. He's not Lamar Jackson. Who you think he, what do you think he's fooling at that point? I think he was thought he was fooling everybody because nobody was expecting that. <laughs> Neither was he. But he's he's not athletic enough on that portion. Not, 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 not in that not, space. Not in, that, in, that, space. Not in that space. Yeah. In space. Like, like, so, he's a quarterback in the NFL. He ain't, ain't no way I'm touching him on that athletic scale. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, amongst those men and everything that's up there, he, he lacks that speed and, and wiggle to actually, like, get around that and make plays like this. It's not his It's not his specialty. And and not a, and again, not, not against that defense. You don't play them games about, about that defense. You call your best pass play if you're going to call it on a two-point conversion. You just you just um, scored a two-point conversion prior to that. And it was wide open. It was two two-point conversions we scored on in that game. So why do you lose your why do you lose the, the goal to put the ball in Carson Wentz's hands? If I'm Carson Wentz, I got to have a conversation or I got to call out that play. 
I'm 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 disobeying. I'm I'm no nope. I, I seen something different, coach. Why didn't you run? I seen something different out there, coach. I'm trusting me with the ball in my hands and what I call and what I see. And he had to know that that was locked up because two defenders converged on them. They had the running back or the quarterback. It didn't matter who it was. So I, I just they got to iron that out, man, because he's losing he's losing his goal, man, Coach Peterson. So. So how, how how bad is it to sit out there and watch a team that you know you shouldn't be winning, but they put you in these situations where you have hope <laughs> and then just like, oh, just crushes it. It's just, just uh, you know, the only thing that holds me over, Prez, I'll get a good look at that. It's the only thing that I... It done bought some time with me. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still, I still have good memories of that day we were in that one club and I was just cheering to the high heavens, man. So that, that's the only thing that holds me over at this point. I'm not that far removed from a Super Bowl win, you know. Still talk about it. It's this thing of, it's a thing of legend, you still know. Still got the videos. This I still got was, the video. He was best friends with everybody that day. Like, yeah, this is the guy that don't really talk to nobody. We now he's, hey, this is this is who I'm with. Like, this is the crew. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. I'm, I'm fooled a whole not, lot of people. But that day, everybody in that bar was his best friend. It was hugs, high fives, hey, hey buying everybody rounds. Like, he was doing it all, man. Yeah. It was, hey. hey, man, you got to go all out when you win your only <laughs> Only major sporting championship in your lifetime. I'm 37 years old, and this is the only time I can celebrate. I had to do it up, man. Had to do it up. But with that said, then, but back on on a real thing. Um, as far as the Eagles go, I am really motivated by what they've done, even in spite of losses, because I just know what Carson Wentz could be if he has those guys in the lineup. Like those guys in the lineup. Are head and shoulders above Deshaun Jackson, uh, Dallas Goddard, and Alshon Jeffrey. Regardless of what they contribute um, when they're out there, they're just a threat. And people respect them a little bit more. And they're a little bit more um, versatile when they have those guys out there. Miles Sanders had himself a hell of a game. But again, it's only so much you can do when you don't have the uh, the talent to match. And you're trying to figure things out on the fly with a relatively... Uh, with with no training camp, you know what I mean. These these first four games uh, in the season, you could relatively say they were preseason games. Guys are figuring it out, but we are here now. There's no excuses. We have the Giants on Thursday. Um, shout out to the Arizona Cardinals and the Cardinals faithful, whatever y'all are called out there in Arizona. Um, you guys go take care of business tonight, and we will definitely be number one come Thursday. You know what I mean? But that, yeah, that's, that's all I got for you. What, what are they call they they just birds, right? Uh, bird, bird gang. Bird, I don't know. Bird, bird, we bird yeah, gang. Yeah, they yeah, might yeah, be bird yeah, gang too. Yeah, I don't are know. they just like bird feed or what? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Hey, Kyler Murray, go go do your thing. Go crazy on, on, on these uh Dallas Cowboys. You got them right where you want them. They got the uh they bum ass backup quarterback. There's a, you know, I, I I just don't believe in them. Yeah, a lot of people believe in the red rocket, whatever they call them. Oh, but Y'all do your thing out there in Arizona. We'll be back in first. Hey, wait, wait. So I, I do have like one more game that I want to hit on because I mean, uh, if it's one person who's been like blowing up my phone every time they have and just saying like, oh, they just top. They they're better than what everybody else. Those Cleveland Browns. What happened? Um, it's time to move on from Baker Mayfield. We'll move on. We'll move on.
It's time to move on from Baker. Hey, when, when they start actually winning again, hit, hit me up. Just, just, just stop. Just stop with all those comments on on game day about the Browns until you know they got somebody else back there behind Simmons. And I'll say one last thing to a few people that you know talk shit about my Eagles and give me shit. If Carson Wentz had those two guys on his team, you tell me the difference it would be out there on that field. Period. Like, you do not get to have Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry in their prime, and they don't even want to really give you the ball to throw a lot. Like, they don't even want to put the ball in his hands no more. Like, they've become a run-first team, and if they can do a play action off of that, that's how he gets all his stuff, or scrambling to the right, scrambling to the left. But, like, as far as making his reads, for him to be in the league now and still can't, go to his third read and make that play is is horrible man like I, I think they may be uh and, and for him to be drafted number one too at the end of the day and then to shoot up and I, I, he gotta figure it out man I, I think he's gonna be out of a job next year if he doesn't yeah, get this yeah, shit some, right something's gotta change I mean I don't know like what it is if it's him not watching tape he still got all these commercials out there I know that much you got you gotta take your original craft serious you gotta take it serious uh, so I think that's about ends it, man. Let's go ahead and move on to this uh, music stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go. All right, man. This is our bread and butter. This is what we love. It's that hip hop, man. So. We had a few lyrically inclined guys drop. Uh, one of my guys I've been waiting for forever, Benny the Butcher drop. We had T.I. He came through with some, it was somewhat of a, not surprise album, but I wasn't, I wasn't checking for a T.I. album. Welcomed, of course, uh, because T.I. hasn't put out a bad album. And then we had Black Thought that came out of nowhere uh, last week and said he was dropping something on his IG. And then um, we have one more that dropped as well, um, but we're just going to we're not even going to touch on it. We're just going to let you guys know that Party Next Door dropped out, dropped a uh, party pack. Yeah. Uh, so six, seven songs. Like an EP, right? EP where he just dropped a few Lucy's that's been online forever for people that are super duper into him. Um, I don't go online to find my songs that I like to listen to from him as far as YouTube. Get it on a DSP. You got me there. So a lot of these were new to me. So um, Mario dropped something too. Mario, as far as R and B, dropped something too as well. So um, the party next door, from what I listened to, I was digging it. So uh, y'all, y'all go check those two out as far as R and B short listens. But let's get back to the to the hip hop man. Let's start with Black Thought. Black Thought man, like uh, so man, I get it. Black Thought ain't Jay Z. He ain't Nas. Uh, I don't think he's ever gonna get that big of a mainstream following as those like nobody's tattooing their verses of black thought on their arms and like so uh the mass appeal probably ain't gonna get it but the real hip-hop heads the real ones understand when these black thought albums drop i mean we we hear so many rappers like throwing them in their top list you know and it's because like he he comes with that content and it's and I will say since he's been venturing out and doing all this stuff, man, his production is always top notch. Like, yeah, I, I think with ever since they've been on that Jimmy Fallon show and everything like this, they've been able to like bump and uh, like 
get in with better crowds on musically inclined and like with them already having that ear, uh, finding these right producers and just getting those perfect beats that meld with their uh, with their sound. And on this man. So what's it called? Streams of thought. Yeah. So uh, streams of thought. Volume three. Kane and Abel. Okay, so uh, that's exactly what these first three songs on it was like a stream of thought. It seemed like one seamless uh, song going through it, played all the way through. Man, the, the in I count all three of them as an intro because I'm telling you, like when you listen to it, they transition right into each other. And uh, unless you're watching the track listing, like you're not gonna know that it went into the next song. Uh, the the beat changes slightly, but the the flow is still the same. And uh, man, and he he came in there and killed it. And it just feels like once you hear that that Swiss beats come on with that good morning, and then you're like, okay, now we're like just getting into the album. Like man, in that song, good morning. Yeah, can say a few things about good morning. So they got three of my, well, he has two other of my favorite spitters right now at the moment. Killer Mike, who's pretty much crushing everything he's getting on, and he's super duper on his uh his uh I guess it really you want to call it political, socio-economical rap, and just pretty much enlightened all around. Like he just killing shit. Like so, Killer Mike came on and killed it. Pusha T came on and did exactly what he needed to do, to do, and then Black Thought, man, like goodness gracious, man, like them them three guys are monsters and that this was what keeps me coming back to hip-hop because no matter whether you're on the mainstream playing field or whether you're on on a playing field where you're a rapper's rapper and everybody knows what you do on the mic these guys came to deliver man like you could tell when the cats deliver these type of verses you could tell they got respect for the mc that they're doing the verses for and and, and the way he came out on this man it's just like Y'all keep y'all keep sleeping on them. Y'all keep keep them like back into a corner and let them keep strike with these like lightning fast and deadly bars that he be having on here, man. This dude just still sound like he's young and rejuvenated, like and, and you know hungry for it still. And been this many years in the game, you you expect him to have a different type of tone, but no, he's top tier, top tier every time, man. Yeah, he definitely wasn't lazy with the flow, but another song that for me came off as like, rip, wait, he's doing a song with Schoolboy Q, which was Stake'em. Ooh, that Stake'em. So I was just... Stake'em, when it came <laughs> on, bro, like, I was just like, I'm I'm locked in, and then I got, I just played it. I went on there and played the album. I ain't really, really like, look at it. I don't, the first time I listened uh, listen to the album, I don't pay attention to that. I want to hear what the artist just, like, had out there, and I experienced it as a come on, and I want to be shocked or something like this. So when I, when I heard Schoolboy Q come on, and, like, the, 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 the feature verse, it was just like, whoa, and I was already blown away just at the beginning, just the way uh, Black Thought just comes on here and just kills this song from the front of jump. Yeah, but nice, nice, uh, nice mix. I, I, I wasn't expecting that. I never would expect it. So yeah, same same thing here. Like Q came with the normal, not normal, but his his uh, if you listen to Schoolboy Q with his normal gritty flow on these type of beats because he has ventured out in the past ever since his uh. His first album, I would say he started venturing out a little bit more. 
and, you know, working with ASAP Rockies and countless others in the industry. But this one, again, you're like, oh, man, they're doing a, you know, he's doing a feature with Black Thought. But then you listen to it and you like, it don't even sound like it's odd. It fits, strangely enough. So I was I'm, I was locked into that one. And then um, there's another one on there where uh, Black Thought was just talking about relationships. And again, you know, Black Thought is in his mid-40s and we're getting up there in age, even though we don't look it. <laughs> but it was called uh, We Could Be Good. We Could Be Good, yeah. So I can um, identify with a lot of the things he was saying on We Could Be Good from a adult perspective. The skit on that beginning. The skit on that was like, oh, okay, man, I could definitely relate. Yeah, to definitely this, right? how much, you know, even even up into today, you know, and again, I'm going to probably get into like, I always relate my life to what these rappers are talking about and, and equate it that way. Some people may do it. I mean, I think that's how all people do it. I don't think I'm unique to it. I think I may stretch it a little bit more, but that's how much I'm into the you know, the music. So we could be good. Really got to me because like you said, that intro, man, just before we was coming up here, my wife was like, Mondays again, y'all doing a podcast again. And I was like, yeah, we got, got a podcast on Monday. And, you know, she was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't really an issue, but well, some days it is an issue. You know what I mean? Especially when we do more than one, you know, two podcasts a week or we edit it. So I can definitely, definitely feel <laughs> black thought on that skit, man. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for uh, Black Thought Streams of Thought Volume 3, Kane and Abel. It's really dope. Uh, listen, it's not quite an EP because it's like 10 tracks, I believe, on there. So he's... Uh, I think it was 13. 13? 13. Uh, but one of them was like an outro. Uh, I'm, you could take out the one song I don't like. I think it was uh, uh, Nature of the Beast. I didn't like uh, the direction that he was going up in there. It was more of just like an alternative uh, rock type vibe. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. He was trying. It, was, it wasn't for me. Trying you know, something different. He probably got somebody on that, but that's what we talked about. I think I think we didn't talk about this, what, last week when we were talking about? If you're going to experiment, like just give you one on the album. Just see how it goes. And if people <laughs> like it, then you know to do more. I'm glad you only gave us one. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah, if, if not, or yeah. Poll the rest of your listeners. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't like that one. Uh, but uh, yeah. All right, man. All right, man. So let, let's move on, man. That uh, T.I., man, he dropped uh, the Libra. So how do you feel about that one? So did this give you uh what was old boy that did the feminine divine? Oh, uh, Mac Miller. Yeah, but it was Mac Miller. Okay, uh, it gave me that type of vibe, like how he was trying to touch and just like the give the uh see the woman's point of view on a lot of this thing. I think that's what he was going for, and he had a couple of them on there. I I thank him for the platform, uh, but uh, yeah. You can go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, I I was like, yo, what is the, the Libra? What does that stand for? And apparently it stands for the legend is back running Atlanta. If I'm wrong, I, I Googled it. If I'm wrong, y'all let me know. But it had women on the cover, but the legend is back running Atlanta is the acronym for the Libra. I, I don't quite get it after listening to it. So that's that. I mean, maybe I'm digging too deep into that. And 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 like overall, I know some people. If you like Ti, you're gonna love this album. Like, I mean, he he gives you more of that. He had a lot of features on this though. Twenty two, a lot of lot, lot of features. Take me on, take me on me. He had twenty two features on this joint. Uh, twenty songs, twenty two features. I'm like, good God Almighty, it's a compilation album. But 
I give him a pass because one of my favorite albums ever has, if not that many or more, which is Life After Death by Biggie Small. So if I'm going to allow it, you know, also America's Most Wanted. I mean, not America's Most Wanted, but All Eyes on Me. A lot of features. So we, we, if we going to hold some people to that standard or not, I just want to be consistent. So I'm, I'm cool with the features. It still sounds like a T.I. Yeah. album. Speaking of the Biggie, though, like the... The hypnotized, like, look, I think he called Hypno or, uh, on here, but it used the hypnotized yeah, type yeah. beat. Slightly slowed up a little bit different, and but, I mean, I, I like that song. And then he had another one that was like an old school yeah, uh, yeah. beat. That he E-Maker, uh, no, Hitmaker, Hitmaker. I, I like, those were the two, like, standout tracks I liked. I, I like T.I. Flow over those songs. Uh, it was some other ones though like i think he was kind of experimented a little bit too and it was just like uh but overall like i it just in this week i had black thought and i think we're gonna get to the next one yeah t.i was the butcher t.i was very last he was he was last in my i have to get to i want to this is like one of them albums that it dropped i'm gonna keep it in the tuck for now um i don't have great things to say off the first listen but again, it's 20 tracks and I ain't, you know, it's, it just came out Friday. So like, this is one you got to sit with for a little bit. Yeah, I need more time with it. I mean, cause yeah, like, like we, you about to find out we was on that Benny pretty heavy. And then after that, I was like giving that black thought and I even must dabbed into the R and B. I went back to Trey songs and the Mario. Yeah, cause I needed a break. And, and, I needed yeah, a break yeah, from yeah, all yeah. these bars and, and, shit. and, and yeah. And, <laughs> but just T.I., uh, we're going to come back to it. We, we'll do a revisit in a couple of weeks and, like, really come and give it this time to shine. Just, but if you're looking in the moment, in the moment this week, going up against competition, uh, I, I like the, the, the Benny the Butcher the most, then followed by the Black Thought. Uh, so let's get into this Benny the Butcher. <sighs> Man, it's very seldom that um, the artists that I champion or that I like from the time nobody really was checking for him when it was just a niche like when he was doing Derringer beats, grimy alchemist beats and just rapping his ass off on that street shit because at, at my core, I'm not a street dude, but that's what I grew up listening to being where I'm from, from Brooklyn. So I, I love I love this type of talk. I like that type of slick talk. I like that type of bravado. I like the type of bars in your face. And I've been waiting for Benny to deliver another project since Tanner Talk 3. And then, of course, we had um, his EP that came out after that. You know what I'm saying? So, but that was just the EP. You know what I mean? We was waiting for the next full-length project or album. And this burden of proof, first off, before we get into Benny, Hit Boy, hats off to you, brother, because you are killing it right now. You are killing it right now. You giving dudes that have a signature sound a new sound and you're making them sound even better than they've sounded in recent years. You know what I mean? Them dudes like Nas had the bars. Big Sean had the bars, but they just sounded different over his production, man. He did both of those? Huh? Both of those? Yeah, this is his third. Like this dude, like, man. Uh, pandemic has been nice to some people. Like it's locked in. Locked in, have some people just like really doing it. Man, but cash. This this album shouldn't work. It shouldn't work. We constantly talk about artists evolving, about them moving forward. But what happens when you break hip hop down to its core, right? And you get that 90 sound 
but make it sound so fresh in 2020. I, 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 I wasn't expecting it. I, I know I like uh, Griselda and I know you like Griselda, but like they always have that, that grimy flow and uh, we still got so many, so many of all the people that we know that we're constantly trying to put on rally and put on on these people. Like I know they're getting a little bit more mainstream, but it's still some people that are just still stuck in their ways. And just like when you tell them where they from Buffalo, Buffalo, and they even got a skit on on this album, like talking about it. But that's exactly how I feel. Like every time it's just like they then the jokes come and everything. I'm just like, Mm-mm, stop, go listen, go listen, stop what you're you're gonna you're gonna regret this. I'm telling you. <laughs> and sure enough, Perez, I don't even entertain the the Buffalo jokes or not. Not I'm like, all right, well, don't listen. Like I'm I'm no longer wanting you to listen to people that I know are dope. Like if you're gonna like be that ignorant of oh this guy's from here, like the best rapper all around right now that's doing it, regardless of whether you love him or hate him, as far as his accolades. It's from Toronto. He ain't even from the States. I mean, Canada's dropping all these jewels on us, man. Claypool and then Drake. Hey, hey, yeah. Keep it going. Keep it going. Man, whatever, man. So what basically what I'm saying is, man, it don't matter where you come from, man. You can come from a hole in the wall nowadays, man. The internet has should have, if you still listen to hip hop, and if you don't, then I understand what you're going through. You just kind of resort resorting back to that old way of thinking i'm from the east coast i'm from the midwest i'm from the south west coast. are you still thinking that old way and I'm, I'm here as a older elder statesman now break that mold people if you're listening because this benny the butcher album is easily easily gonna be in my top 10 there is no bumping it out at this point of the year and i know it's it's early we got Two and a half months. <laughs> I mean, two and a, yeah, two and a half months. You're locked, left. In already. locked in. You're doing okay. Lock, I'm. It's locked in. He he. Uh, just a lot of shit resonates. I'm gonna start with the first song that that sticks out to me. We talked about um timeless with Wayne and, and Big Sean. We went on and on about this. So I'm gonna leave timeless out of that because that's his own thing. Famous. Ah, right. so famous man. Uh, you know, three rollies, three cup. Ah, you know, man, like that shit, when he was saying that shit or when he was saying um, he still doesn't feel famous after all of the accolades that he's amassed in his in their Griselda run and individually over the last few years. How many it resonates with me because no matter what I do as far as in my personal life or whatever, I always feel like it's it's more and I don't feel accomplished even when I reach goals. I just still feel regular. You know what I mean? I feel like regular me, even though, you know, there's a lot of things that other people haven't done that I personally done, but I don't ever sit down and look and relish in that. And that's what I felt like he was talking about with famous. Like I got all this shit, but I still on an incline. And then he just come on. He didn't waste no time. As soon as the beat dropped, attack. And then that's how I was for the rest of the track. That's my favorite song off the project. I mean, timeless. Uh, it's still up there. It's, it's. The, I know we talked about it the week before, but I mean, we talking about this. That Big Sean, Lil Wayne. I mean, that comes hard. But uh, this ain't for the kids, so you gotta excuse this. I mean, that's how it comes <laughs> on, man. And it's just like, man, uh, that burden of proof, man. And he he definitely right with that. I mean, if y'all gonna continue to sleep on him, go ahead. I understand. You ain't gonna understand what 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 great hip hop is, man. And uh, yeah, uh, so I think like Sly Green, 
That was another one. That's one where he talked about the Tupac flow or, or like, yeah, yeah. Even though he did have some inaccuracies in that, like, uh, yeah, he yeah, talked about yeah. Tupac flow, but then he talked about ninety eight, like Tupac, yeah, yeah, no, ninety six, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my new. That's my new. It, it flowed. Well. It, it sounded flowed good. Well. It sounded <laughs> it good. Well. Not everybody's gonna understand. Yep, yep. That, yeah, that's definitely a dope one, man. Um, I like the freestyle because we heard it on the freestyle like a little, like maybe a day before the album released, where it was over. I forgot what classic beat it was. I liked it over the class beat, but nevertheless, strong ass track as well. Um, following up famous for me was Legend. Oh. <laughs> My oh. guns have car things. Mm. You know who I shot with it. <laughs> man, that legends, bro. Oh man, that legends! Like I'm a just, legend man, that, now. That, 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 that just got you there. I mean, I, I I don't know if he was talking about his real guns he got in the pack, or he just saying, "Say my name, and you're gonna know I came for you." I don't, I don't, I don't know. Stop. I don't know. Yeah, that man. It was just whoo, legends. Then he stopped. At that point, I'm like, "Why are you? Why are you still going this hard?" At the, on the last song of the album. You know what I mean? Like, he still was going hard on that, man. Like, it's so many bars in this this album. I wanted to write them down, but it, it's just too many quotables. And he it's too many. Kobe, I don't remember the Kobe line, but uh, yeah, he had a Kobe line up in there. I remember, like, another part that had me stopping to rewind the way he's, like, married the game and death my in-laws. Like, ooh. <laughs> and, and then, uh, you know, the next one, I'm going to only give y'all three because I li- like... The only one I, I really was like, yo, get this Miami Vice shit out of here. But Benny carried it because of the lyrics was the one with Dom Kennedy. That shit sound like a Miami Vice. <laughs> I'm like, yo, yeah, come def- on. Definitely got it. That's, that's the one, one shot, shot you got to try some shit out. out. Yeah. Benny, don't do that again. I rock with it because of your lyrics carried it. But I didn't like the hook. I fuck with you, Dom. Don't get me wrong. I like your project that just dropped. But that, that, that just wasn't it for me. Um, But the next track. That uh, if I was to say go listen to this album, it would be Famous Legend and One Way Flight featuring Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, so yeah, Freddie pretended like he ain't want to come in on there and rap, but Freddie gave us eight bars. But I'm like, come on, man, come but on, that, man. His hook, his hook is so <laughs> like, man, that that's gonna be sticking with me, man. Like, like, yeah, well, yeah, when you're talking about, yeah, <laughs> are you gonna be mad in Toyota or in this Maybach? <laughs> It's so so real. Like, hey, 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 I understand, but you're gonna leave. You're gonna leave. No, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. still, just, I'm still, just some real stuff. I'm still just, gonna do what I do real. out here in these streets. Is you, is you gonna go go try to be happy, or you gonna you gonna stay here and deal with what I do? Essentially, that's what they say. So, I mean, uh, you know, we've all been there in our younger years where we've been reckless. So. I mean, but those 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 uh tracks. So, so, yeah, oh my on, shit, on this though, Benny Benny he usually give you stories, and there's a little bit more uh, straight drug to the point, induced and like more street street nature. But this one, like he he kind of said like he was he was given his background. Like I felt like you know you understood a lot more of where they came from. He, he talked about his uh, charges, his times locked up. Like he gave you so much of uh, him like, him in this uh, in new, this album. in new streets. Uh, New Streets was like, that's probably one of the hard, to me, going to be one of the hardest street joints as far as how he broke down how dudes are really out here behaving as far as just new street code. And then, um, you know, but it's kind of crazy for him to go from that to the one where he's talking about his mother um, showing him how to use a rubber. 
Like that's the first bar on that song. That's how you get somebody's attention. You know what I mean? So he just he has such wide range, even on sticking to a street aspect. Um, but sometimes that's good. Like sometimes why like we say all the time, why go against the grain for what people love you for? You know what I mean? You he still hasn't in all theory dropped a studio full length album, so to speak. So if this is what he got in store and he's stepping out, can you imagine when he has like two or three focused hit boy tracks then two or three alchemists and maybe something over here? Like he get to pick and choose because I think this album made him have picked. Now he has the pick of the litter as far as producers that want to work with him. Yeah. And his talent, his talent is truly showing. I mean, he has uh rock nation management and then he has Griselda, which is this year. They are the label of the year. Should have probably had it last year as well, as well as they did. And like hats off to them because even even West Side Gun has stepped up his production as far as outside of their their super duper grimy sound. Even he has stepped it up. Uh, most notably, Conway the Machine on his last project sounds nothing like he has rapped on before. So I think it's only right that they branch out and and try different things and get with producers that can still come give them that street element. But like you said, on an eight updated 2020 scale, that's really all you have to do. Um, you know, one of my favorite guys has mastered it and he's rapped about the same thing since he came in with the clips. Hasn't changed up much at all. Just got better production. And we still love him for it. Drop a gem of a verse every <laughs> now and again and just like, I'm back in. Yeah, right. yeah. And, right. Yeah. So people done called him out on it. Uh, Drake tried to like just point that out, but I, I don't care. I don't care. Keep I doing just, it. Just, there's it a, there's a lane for this street rapper shit and he's doing it back to Benny. He's doing it on a, an elite level. He's saying shit that people want to hear and it's relatable and it can't be relatable if it ain't real shit. It can't be. You know, he can't be saying a level of detail he's saying in some of these bars with it being not truthful. So, man, shouts out to him. Shouts out to Hit Boy. Uh, Hit Boy posted something on his Instagram saying, who who you want me to do a project with next? So that's what I pose to you, Press. Who, who does Hit Boy need to get in the lab with next? And I already know who you're going to say before you say it. <laughs> You know what I'm gonna say, man. Gibbs, man. Exactly, exactly. And if yes, not, is. if What's not, if not Gibbs, who else? Who else you got? I would love him with Wale, man. Man, man. That, that yes, yes. That's that's who I would definitely want. Those are my next. those are my top two. Um, yeah, man. That's so. Uh, our new Patreon member, we got a we got a new one in this past week, man. He he's big on Griselda, man. This man. Oh uh, man, any any Patreon that's big on Griselda is a friend of mine. <laughs> Introduce uh, the man. What's his name? What's man, his name? Let us know. Man, we'd say Cali's uh, with Oakland's. Oh, he from Oakland and he a Griselda yes. fan. Oh, that's yeah, even yeah, yeah, better. Yeah. That's showing diversity. Yeah. I like I mean, this guy already. Got, man. It, got it inked in his veins, man. Uh, he's the Raiders fan, but then all of a sudden, not a Raiders fan on time to time. And I respect him for it. You still got the tattoo. Uh, you can fall off a couple of here and there. You but, got a Raiders tattoo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. For, you know, he says only for Oakland. Though, we always man. make but, but, uh, All man, of us make poor decisions at a certain time. No, I had a Rockefeller. Great, great, I had a Rockefeller tattoo. All right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, Ty, uh, Tyrus, uh, 
Thank you for the support, man. And then let's give a shout out to all the rest of our Patreon supporters, man. You Absolutely, yeah, again? man. Let me pull them up so I don't forget anybody because you okay. know my memory bad. Well, let me see if I can do it off the top, Dan. Look, I know we got uh, we got Tate. Hey, yeah, man, yeah, we, we got, got Tate, man. Um, that's my boy Blue. Blue. Uh-huh. We got Marty. That's a silent partner. Take that, take that. Bad boys moving silence. Uh-huh. We got Fran. That's the franchise, man. He, uh, you know. Mr. Uh, Mr. Ass better himself. <laughs> He'll make a bet and then swindle you out of it. But that's my man. Franchise. He make that bet. And uh, it was these uh, man, the middleman. If y'all know the <laughs> argument that we had to have a couple of weeks ago in the chat, man, about trying to get this, uh, he, he he changed up the way betting was done, but uh, amongst grown ass men, hey, I, man. I don't know. Hey, but yeah, man, uh, you know, and, <laughs> and then we got Bird. What happened to that boy? That's my man, Bird. Man, shout out to him. He sent some kind words as far as what we're doing, as far as leveling up the production. We appreciate that, man. Gave us a gave me an extra pep in my step in editing, man. So I appreciate you reaching out and then just letting us know we're doing great things, man. So appreciate your patronage as well, man. We got Quay Quay. Oh man, Quay. We have to get you want to just give the jig up. I sent it to you. No, it's, it's no jig. I sent it to you. I told you what to say, man. Looking don't around. don't be looking no more. Ah, yeah. uh, right, uh, cool. But we got we got Lucius Aloysius Jackson over Sorry, there. Miss Jackson. Yeah. Woo. And uh, then we got Manuel. That's my man. Mo, mo, mo money, money, mo money. Uh, we got Lil J. Lil J on the track. Uh, we we got Cleveland's biggest supporter, Cleveland's own. <laughs> sorry, then, sorry, man. Sorry. <laughs> and then the man who started it all for us on there, the foundation, Mister uh, Five and No, any Five and No, Six and No, they Six and No, Five and No, Five and No, Titans Five and No, man. Uh, congratulations to your Make a Wish team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna spit this up, Dan. <laughs> Got me rolling it's, over uh, here. Uh, Titans. <laughs> I imagine him having pressure of picking a team. Like, oh, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I don't know. Like that. That's just in my mind. That's just what I think. Like, <laughs> but yeah, and, man. And if you listen to this on audio, man, we do have a YouTube where we put these out in segments on the YouTube. Uh, if you can go there, if you're not a subscriber already, go ahead and become a subscriber. Help us get those numbers up. We're we actually trending in the right direction like uh, already, uh, but we could definitely use more support. If you listen at this, go ahead and find us on uh, YouTube. What is it? We on, yeah, DSC uh, underscore podcast or Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. You can find us when you search either one. Make sure you subscribe, set your alerts so that you can get them on your phone as soon as we drop. And we typically drop videos on Thursdays and uh, Friday, Saturday. You know, we may drop additional uh, videos depending on how the segments go that week. But you definitely can get the uh, video version of the podcast and segments where we're going to slowly roll out the entire video because guaranteed to have you a a, a philly segment a raiders yep and then we're gonna pick you know depending on the music what albums come out as far as uh, what we think will you know do well as far as people actually listening to it from week to week so but yeah man uh we're forgetting one uh person as far as patreon can't be uh can't forget him man my man ryan Oh man, man. I, I I tried to do it. I tried to do it off the top of the dome, man. My fault. I, I apologize. It's cool. It's cool. I bring it back. I was I was tracking it. it was just letting you get through it. So, uh, Ryan, Jack, Ryan, appreciate you, man. Uh, you know, congrats on the impending retirement. Uh, twenty. <laughs> hey, I see you. I see you. 
Man, that's that's good stuff. Hey, appreciate your service, man. Uh, we we sal- definitely salute you on that, uh, man. And uh, not many people can make it that long and go through it. But I uh, mean, I mean, it's tough. And uh, I hope to be joining you soon. Hey, man, that man, that man turned down a, a possible. Yo, he he a good dude, man. Just a good dude, man. He, he the reason why I got out here to Germany when I wanted to get back. So uh, he he looked out for me and made sure I got a job. And, uh, you know, hit me up. So um, appreciate you for that, Brian, man. But, you know, with that said, man, this has been a good week. Um, well, a good pod, man. I think we had some good conversation. Uh, I think I'm going to be on the winning end finally of this, this conversation next week. So and hopefully I'll be gloating about being two, four and one, but in first. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm hoping for it too, man, and I just hope for a good week in football, man. Like these these things, like it'll be some good games. We get the Steelers, Titans, you got the Raiders playing the Bucks, and then you got Philly over here looking to get their second win. Can out I get this, you man. on record? Chiefs at Bills. Who you got? Who, who cares? We 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 passed the Bills. The Chiefs, uh, we know who they are. He got, they he got the bills. He got now. the bills. Okay, okay. They they, they run a scare. Car, car, cars at the Cowboys. Who you got before we before we uh, roll out of here? <laughs> who did you say? Cards at the Cowboys. <laughs> that's that's. I'm trying to give him a nickname, man. I'm trying to sound cool. <laughs> no, I was just laughing at the other team. I got the cards. <laughs> oh, Cowboys. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, hopefully that defense, they won't hold up. So, uh, Kyler Murray have a hell of a game, man. I'll be watching. All right. So, thank y'all for, if y'all with us this long, thank y'all for staying with us this long. Uh, We appreciate you. Prayers out. All right. Peace.